0: This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, we got an awesome episode today. We got sleeping with a friend's friend and not connecting on a date and bombing. Check it out, share it with friends, boom. This is Jay Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stamford York Labs, every Tuesday and Friday, with your emails, your stories, your questions. Let me start it off with a thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for getting involved. Your Snapchats. ooh I love hearing from you guys and seeing where you're listening, how you're listening, what, who you're with. And, and I love a road trip. Summertime, baby. A lot of you guys are driving places, internship, work, just on a trip, bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, all this stuff, and you're together and you're listening, and you know what? This is the this is the podcast of weird conversations. We're having the conversations for you. We're starting topic starters. We're, we're going through the weird so you don't have to be like, so what about... <laughs> So what about this thing, you know, what about a pinky in my ass? No, <laughs> let us talk about the pinky in the ass, and then you guys can turn to each other, and it's like, finally, someone brought it up. <laughs> finally. Finally, I can talk about this. So this is this is the podcast. This is why, if you're in a car right now with somebody, and you're introducing it to them, hey, I'm looking at you. Guy or girl who's being introduced, hi, I'm Jared. Some people call me J- uh, J-Train. J-Train. Some people call me Papa J T. Some people call me Uncle J Train. Some people call me the King of Brunch. Some people call me T D. Freed. Some people call me the Climaxzar. Whatever you want to call me, I'm here to get you out of your head for an hour twice a week. And during those lonely moments, those rainy summer days when you're thinking of that old ex, no, think of me. Think of this Jew. <laughs> get involved Get subscribed Tell a friend Also I haven't said this in a while Go rate and review us On iTunes That would really feather my nuts If you went on iTunes And wrote some nice reviews And put in a, a nice We have a lot of reviews I mean it's it's interesting to me When I see like a podcast That's like number 50 on the charts With 10 reviews We have over a thousand reviews Okay let's Let's bump it to ten thousand reviews, so people are like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, that's right. I said ten thousand. That's right. I know you went ten thousand. Yeah, I got goals here, motherfuckers. Let's get let's hit them. So it feathers my nuts. jtrain Train fifty six on Twitter and Snapchat, Instagram. I'm at Jared Fried. I love Instagram. Love me some Instagram. So, and I'm doing my omelet hour on the stories. Such a blast per usual. Very excited about today's guest. Um, a good friend. So funny. We just spent and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make you an OKP. Okay. An OKP. What's that? Original key player. Oh yeah.
1: You're in. I like that.
0: Pete Lee, thank you.
1: Thank you Come for on. having me. Yeah, we, we just vacationed together in Nantucket. We just did Nantucket. We're both wearing our hats from Nantucket. We're wearing our
0: Nantucket hats. How much fun was Nantucket? Nantucket was amazing. I, explain to the listeners before we explain. If you don't know who Pete Lee is, you need to know him right now. At Pete Lee tweets on Twitter. At P- Pete underscore AF. Pete as fuck. On Instagram. So Pete underscore a- AF on Instagram. And do me a favor right now. Pause the episode. Pause <laughs> the episode. Go Google Pete Lee Tonight Show. Okay? They, right? They yeah. got You want to see comedy. Like, you know, Tonight Show... Colbert, late night, whatever the late night show is, that's like the, you get a little taste of somebody and you yeah. see what they're all about. You get a five minute set and you've been on.
1: I, I was on Letterman before and now I've done The Tonight Show. And uh, The Tonight Show set was, it, it was just unreal. It, it, Jimmy set me up so well and I got a standing ovation.
0: Standing ovation. And I'm not just saying this because I like Pete and anything. It's deserved. Like go. Watch this set if you want to see how it's done. Thank you. Yeah. Boys and girls. Because it was, and I remember saying, like, holy shit. And he even points to the audience. He goes, standing ovation. Like, yeah. Fallon's pumped. Yeah, Fallon, that was the first
1: standing ovation from a comic in his Tonight Show. Unreal. And uh, we, afterwards, we were in the hallway, and he, he's like, St- standing ovation. I was like, well, everybody gets that, right? Like, I just, I thought that there was a sign above me that it's was a like, stand up. up. Stand up, yeah, just please stand up. So when it was happening, yeah. and also, you know, you use every defense mechanism that you have just to get out there and do it. Of course. And like, if if it's like a video game battery meter, like your battery is blinking. Like it's mm. just the outline of a battery, and it's blinking <laughs> by the time you're done with that set. And so, uh, and, yeah, Jimmy did the neatest thing at the end of it. Um, so he sent it to commercial. Mm. Uh, he plugged my thing again. And then the crowd's still cheering. And Jimmy was like, dude, you're getting a standing ovation. And I was like, yeah, it's
0: okay. You know, like, like, just. Yeah, you don't know how to play it. You don't, like, I mean, we kind of saw it when we were in Nantucket. Um, yeah. With, when we went to Nantucket, Brian Regan was there. Yeah. And Brian Regan is considered the best touring comic alive. Yeah. Right. I mean, one if in the top five, easily, easily, like top three, you could put whatever your taste is. I don't know, but it's like you can't dispute it that he's in the tops.
1: If he's not your taste, you don't have
0: taste. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And but you could see even Brian, and he was brought on stage for like a couple of the talks during the Nantucket Festival, and you could see even him. They're like, you're the greatest of all, and it's like it's you could see him kind of like squirming, like you know. It's tough to be told how great it is, you know, and it's like I saw you can see for you. It's the same thing where you're like, yeah, you don't want to sound like you're you're you don't want to be like, yeah, I fucking crushed it, of course.
1: Yeah, I mean, in my <laughs> in my head, where my brain goes when that's happening is like, like, yeah, I know that this was good, um, but if I acknowledge it, people won't like me. Yes. <laughs> I know, mean, like, which, It's very unlikable. It's a natural
0: to, way to go as a comic.
1: Yeah, you're going, no, but everybody likes me right now, and can you just shut up about it so <laughs> yeah. that people continue to like me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that's how I felt. And then Jimmy did this thing where, you know, because the whole time that you're out there, you're like... You're going like, okay,
0: I haven't cried yet. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like this is that comes at the last minute of the set. Yeah, but you guys will be. It's good. It's heartwarming yeah. when he cries. Yeah,
1: and like, but you're just you're just basically going like, this is my dream, and I'm doing it, and don't cry. You know, like, yeah, that's what you're thinking the whole time. And uh, and then Jimmy, you know, he was like, dude, he points to the crowd and he's like, you're standing ovation. I was like, yeah, I know, Jimmy. <laughs> and and he goes, he's like, no, he's like, you're you're in shock right now, and and he's like, he's like, I'm not gonna let you not experience yeah. this. He's like, I've had a couple things in my career where I just kind of spaced it out while I was there, and I didn't I didn't enjoy it. And this is
0: Jimmy Fallon telling Jimmy you
1: this. Fallon, yeah, the host of The Tonight Show. And so he grabs my shoulders and kind of like almost like you're you're on a date with a girl and you're showing her the stars. Yeah. Like, like he does <laughs> that. you were on kind a of,
0: date with Fallon. Yeah,
1: he he <laughs> points over my shoulder like, look. He's like he's like I'm not, and he's holding my yeah. shoulders like I'm not gonna let you look not the experience. Big Dipper. Yeah. yeah. He's
0: like, I'm making and you do this. And then there's a guy with a dipper written across his shirt. <laughs> a big fat guy. In the crowd. <laughs> yeah, in the crowd. <laughs> I'm the dipper. Yeah. I'm the dipper they of the Call me Long the big Island. dipper. But he,
1: yeah. And I, I was like, Jimmy, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to cry if you keep doing this. And he's like, all right, I'll see you in the hallway. <laughs> and, uh, but it was, he Releases the pressure. It was such a cool moment. And, uh, but yeah. So you can, you can watch that. on you can go on YouTube and then see um, go what check led it up out. to that. So
0: and, Google Tonight Show. It's just such a fantastic set. And we we did Nantucket, which a dream gig, as they would describe it.
1: Well, we didn't have to do anything for the first five days that we were
0: there. The interesting part. So this is the Nantucket Comedy Festival. If you've ever been to Nantucket, it's a magical place. It's it's you feel rich. The minute you walk onto that island. Yeah, like you're included.
1: And for, totally. For I mean, I grew up really poor, and in a way, like I resent wealth and mm. stuff like that. And I stepped onto that island, and I was like, oh, I get it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> My
1: voice changed, like, ooh. <laughs> I felt right at home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had a great time. I mean, it's just an amazing island. But they're also not like, you know, the Hamptons has, has like a, we're the Hamptons vibe. You're going to go clubbing. Mm-hmm. Nantucket had a very like restrained, like they know they got money, but they're not going to talk about it. Yeah, like there's not a lot of like flaunting going on, even though they're flaunting.
1: Yeah, even if the, that makes
0: any sense. Like they're not talking; they're walking.
1: Yeah, they're just. Well, it's almost like uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but it, it's like where rich people go just to be normal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if that makes any sense, just to not be bothered by yeah. us normies. You know, I, I don't know, but I mean, we, the festival, though, was like, they flew us out, charter jet, no security, which I can't go back. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't do I went through security to D.C. I was like, Ugh, I I can't believe I'm doing this.
1: It was so crazy to go to Teeterboro, and you walk into the place. Yeah. And then um they're like, yeah, go over to the counter and check in. And then you go check in. And I pulled out my ID. Yeah. And I was like, here's my ID. I'm here to fly uh, on Tradewinds to here. <laughs> and they're like. What, why, why are you giving me your ID Yeah just give me your name If yeah. you're on the list you're on the list and... Yeah
0: there's like a trust level of like Why would you be here otherwise There was a woman I was at Teeterboro, the, the private airport to like leave And this woman was like Older woman She comes in She's head to toe in jewelry uh-huh. And she just walks by that counter That you're talking about And they go Hi Evelyn She's like hi everybody and then they go where are you going she goes going to paris she didn't break stride to her plane and then she just walks walks literally did not stop for half a second from her car to the plane to paris and it was just (laughs) like oh fuck everyone don't ever this is a life that everyone wants yeah,
1: I mean, I'll tell you this. Since that trip, I've been working on the script that I uh, that oh, really? I shelved for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were we were hanging out with Peter Farrelly and yeah, and and uh, the Farrelly brothers. I mean, we watched one of the Farrelly brothers sing karaoke. Yeah, yeah, and you, in a house, like not publicly.
1: Yeah, you just saw you saw what if you get off your ass and you sell that script or that TV show or yeah. whatever and you become the executive producer of something, you saw how you can live just yeah. from just from uh doing all of the uh, executing all the ideas that are in your brain already.
0: Yeah, and and that's not to say like like it's it's funny it's like when someone's like, "Well, you're not working hard enough." And it's like uh you go and you're around those people and you're like, "No, we you people are working hard enough. It's just you're not working strategically enough. You know, like, sometimes where it's like, yeah, go do that thing, write that thing, but also, like, be realistic and, like, talk to the right people and put yourself in position to be good at what you do. And it's like, it's not like there's luck and opportunity that all comes together. Like, we were lucky to be on Nantucket. Yeah. And that was due to preparation To get the opportunity you know like we were prepared to do the show and we kept saying we did three we three days we were there doing nothing eating drinking eating their food drinking their booze hanging out at their hotel and i said to someone i think i might have said to you i was like if i bomb on saturday (laughs) night this is the world's worst bomb and then sunday they invited us to go on a boat cruise on a yacht not a boat a yacht And I was just imagining bombing Saturday night and then having to sit out at sea in front of all the people you bombed for.
1: On a contained vessel yeah. oh. with people that just saw you bomb. Oh, my God. I, uh, I, I, we did that. Um, uh, We did yacht talk or what? We were answering people's yachting questions. Mm. Um, <laughs> and uh, I felt so embarrassed because I was hashtagging at Yacht Life. Yeah. And I realized that, like, I didn't know how to spell yacht.
0: <laughs> I was on a yacht, and I didn't know how that's, to spell that's yacht. A, that's how you get on the yacht in the first place. They ask you, like, spell yacht, and we'll let you on. <laughs> Are you ready for some emails? Yes. podcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com, at Pete Lee Tweets on Twitter, at Pete underscore AF on Instagram. If you didn't pause before, I'm giving you another chance to pause now and Google Tonight Show Pete Lee because it's a fantastic set. Go watch. It's five minutes. Go watch, and you're going to be entertained. You're going to laugh. Yes. I'm th- giving you laughter. Thank you in advance for doing that. Go Go do it right now. Let's just get right into it. I like this one. I was just looking at one. I like that you're choosing these in real time. Real time. Best friend and the bartender. Ooh. Hello, Jew Daddy. As a Christian Italian, (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you can imagine that's that's the first time those words have ever come out of my mouth. I recently came across your podcast and have flown through it at working at a desk job at my mom's office for the summer. Now, let me dive into my predicament. So, my old sorority sweetheart, uh, this is also a female le- listener, Mr. Shelby. <laughs> so, my soror- old sorority sweetheart, a mid to low tier fraternity guy slash bartender. Has gone through many of my sisters, along with other girls, as I'm sure you could imagine. I go to a Southern school where guys also take girls, take girls as littles. So you know, in a sorority you get like a little, in a Uh fraternity you get like a little, like a little brother. We had beta dads in mine. So he's saying that she's saying that some guys will have a little too. Okay. Um, So he's my best friend's, my best friend's boy big. So this guy is her best friend's. Boy version of their big. Okay, so it's like a big brother program to like you'll have a friend someone to look out for you, and as these things go, when you mix males and females, sounds like we're gonna find a penis and a vagina. Sometimes they look out for each other in different ways. There we go. All this right, is true. I never really saw an attraction to him, and one day, we were, <laughs> and one day all of a sudden, <laughs> and one day, we were talking about how one of his last resort hookups is very annoying. Needless to say, an empty apartment and wine bottle. Later, one thing led to another, and we hooked up. This happened on my last night at the school before summer as I live in New York. I know he gets around as he used to tell me everything, best, and his best friend told me everything too. Here's where my question begins. It was one of the best hookups I've ever had, so I'd like to see what happens when I get back. We've had casual, playful conversation here and there this summer, so it's a thing that lingers in my mind. One, is it worth trying to see what happens when I get back just for the good sex? Two, do you think it's possible him and I could ever be something, or do you think his history precedes him? Three, should I just avoid him in in that manner, as I also think my best friend is protective over him and would be mad if she ever found out? Looking forward to any advice maybe be offered what do you think I mean this is a, a minefield you know there's a lot going it, on here
1: there's a yeah there's the the conflict with the best friend mm-hmm. which I mean this guy's probably not going to be in your life for a long time but your best friend will be of course um, and you don't want to damage that friendship over a guy that's good at sex
0: yeah um, and, and also but also like girls get in this weird thing where they take ownership over someone and they want to feel like... And they kind of want to be the gatekeeper to... With the last episode, we talked about a girl who hooked up with her best friend growing up's older brother. Okay. And it was like, older brother to younger sister is different because older brother has looked at younger sister and has been like, fuck off. <laughs> Big to young, to little is a different relationship because... And also, older brother can't fuck younger sister. Yeah. There's a thing with girls that are friends with guys. They could have no sexual compatibility, never thought of each other as anything. But the minute another girl gets involved and tries to hook up with her friend, it's like there is this thought. And I know girls are going to be like, get, on a, get mad at me for saying this. But this happens time to time where the girl will say, oh, he's saying my friend is better looking than me. Yeah, girls and guys do this. I'm not saying this is a girl thing. If I was friends with a girl, good friends, and then all of a sudden she started hooking up with a good friend of mine, I would immediately start being like, "Wait a minute, what's her, Why isn't she into me? Why isn't she into me?" But there's, a, I mean, is it? And that's something the brother can't do, where this girl can do. But girls do this a lot.
1: I mean, I guess guys do it as well. People do this. People. Um, I call them claimers. Uh, my okay. friend Rachel is a claimer. Okay, like she'll go to a wedding. And she'll like see. She'll be like, "Who's single here?" And then the mm. you know the bride or the bridesmaids will be like, "Those four guys are single." And she'll be like, "Oh my god, dibs!" And she calls dibs on uh, all four of them. All four. <laughs> all four. <laughs> what an asshole! Like all four because she that's her selection set. Like, you know, like yeah. she's trying to get with them. And then any any girl who she's told like, oh, "I'm claiming them." Uh, if they go for one of those guys, she's mad. Like that was my guy. That, yeah, that was- and
0: she's taking all four, so she's basically going, "Give me all the food." I'll start rashing it out when I'm done.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you who I'm not hooking up yeah. with, and then you can hook up. But R- Rachel's not an alpha. She doesn't get to do that. Maybe if you're like an alpha, alpha female, you might get to do that, or or the other women would stand back and go, well, let's see who Rachel gets with, because she's obviously going to get with whoever but, she wants.
0: But, but then also she's being immature, and that's yeah. kind of the same. Like, if she's going to claim all... It's a confidence thing. Uh-huh. She's claiming them all so she can say, I... I never got turned down because I claimed all, and I chose the one I wanted. Yes. If she chose one, your friend Rachel has the chance of getting a no, Mm -hmm. and him going with someone else and feeling like shit. So I think with this girl, the friend, if she was to get mad at you, it's about her confidence levels in the same
1: way as your friend Rachel. So wait, the friend has not hooked up with this guy, or the friend- They hooked up before she left for vacation. So she's hooked up with the guy, but then the friend, her friend- Is just his little- She's just interested. So there, she has no, in, we, uh, we're assuming
0: she has no interest, but I'm saying, even as a girl best friend, wher, if your best friend is all of a sudden hooking up with another girl you're friends with, there's going to be a little bit of competition there. So I think she has to first assess the, fr- let the friend know that's going on and let it be her problem. Yeah. But if it's good sex and she's going back to college, go back and get your sex on.
1: Yeah, I, I would uh, – all right, now that I know that it's not a real conflict that, the, that her her friend who's She's the guy's wor- the little- She
0: said that she has – she says, is it worth trying to see what happens? Uh, do you think it's possible him and I could ever – no, should I avoid him in that matter as I also think my best friend is protective over him? She has this protective over him because she feels that any girl she ho- that he hooks up with is a girl that's better than her. Okay. I feel like that's what happens with these protective things where it's like, you're not her fucking sibling. You have no ownership over him. You're not dating him. Where do you come off saying who he can and can hook, cannot hook up with? Oh, she comes off from the place of, I kind of like him.
1: Yeah, and the friend, uh, the little, is, all, is not very good at being protective because she already fucked him. She already lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like She's not doing a good job of being a guardian.
0: I think, I think the move for this girl is to go to the friend and be like, and let her know what happened. Yeah. Don't say I'm going to do stuff. My neighbor said this the other day. I got a grill for my deck. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't think you're allowed to have those grills up here. And he's like, and and I was like, yeah, I kind of knew that. But I was like, you know, maybe I, I was like, I'm not really positive of the rule. And he's like, yeah, ask for forgiveness.
1: Yeah, don't, don't ask. ask
0: for permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah. So I think for her she's in a position where she can ask for forgiveness and not she's in the position where she can either ask for one or the other. She can ask for permission, which is, "Hey, I kind of into your big. I want to hook up with them when we get back." And she could be like, "Well, no." Or ask for forgiveness and you say to her, "Listen, I got to let you I got to tell you something. It's been on my mind. I hate keeping it from you. I hooked up with so and so." Yeah. That's the move. And then you say to her and you kind of say to her We've been flirting. I'm kind of into it. I just want to make sure you know, because I don't want you. We said on the last episode, and I want to reiterate this. People hate when a thing's been going on behind their back for a long time. Yeah,
1: if it happened once, uh, and you go, hey, it happened. I don't know if it's going to happen again, but I need to tell you about it.
0: I would even present it even more thoroughly with it's like, hey, it happened once. He's been texting. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, and then you let her be the bad guy. Well, you're kind of into it because if she says I don't know, then that gives her the chance to be like, well, don't. He's kind of a he fucks her out.
1: Yeah, he's gonna. I mean, the, I guess that's that's my second part to this is that. Um, if she's expecting this guy to be her boyfriend... Don't expect that. Yeah, like, you should You should have sex with him if you want to have good sex and accept that he's going to be having sex with other people.
0: Yeah, accept that. And I also, with any player's mentality, a player's mentality, guy or girl, player's mentality is fuck first, meet you later. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. this guy isn't going to court you. He wants to have the fun, wild sex that you guys just have. He'll keep coming back if it's fun and wild again. And then while he comes back, he'll be like, he'll read your newspapers and find out a little bit about you. Yeah, and and maybe that works out, but you can't expect that.
1: And if you do want to if you do want to catch one of those guys, the the way to do it is the exact opposite of what most girls do like don't tell them like well i want a commitment and yeah no no, no, no no that's scary.
0: You, done the
1: way the way that you catch a guy like that um i mean my my ex uh my ex caught me that way like i was total like i, I was i was hooking up a bunch and she was like yeah hook up keep hooking up if you want to mm. uh but if you you know if you want me i'm here and uh, and like, and I'm good, and like, I like, I understand you, I get you, I totally. Whatever. I'm not going to be in an open relationship with you. That works
0: so much more than people want to understand. Yeah, that idea of like, yeah, like, it's kind of like you, you have this like, this cool house. Yeah, and like, it's kind of like trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Let's think of it trick or treating, okay, guys. This is how guys work. We want to go to all the, we want to go to every house and get all the candies, okay. We want to, go to the, we want to go to the house that gives the M&M's, the peanut M&M's, the Reese's Pieces. Oh, that one does Snickers. We're going to, we want to see what every house has got to offer. Then we want to go back to the house that seemed the most fun.
1: The one that has the full-size Snickers, that's giving you, away the yeah. full-size Snickers and Kit Kats and Twix Bars. And like, imagine that house. You go back there like twice or th- three times, and they're like, "Dude, I don't even care about the hu- the house that gives away the runs. I know you've been there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even care about that. Oh,
0: you got runs? That's cool. Uh, we also have like a pool table, and a popcorn machine, and some video games. You want to come in? And then they're gonna, and then you're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, yeah, I want to, co- I want to come in and play your pool table. And then you're gonna, they could look at you in midway through that be like, yeah, trick or treating is about to end. Do you guys want to go? Yeah." Uh, no, 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 we're cool. I'm gonna stay here. That's that's that, so many guys are convinced that way. Yeah. And girls, and I get why it's tough to like. That's a tough, tougher advice to receive than it is to give. But it's like if a girl just is like, "Hey, I got the house with the pool table, the video game system, and the and the and the full size Twix." Yeah. They- or you can keep going. Or you can all keep all that other shit.
1: All it is is that you you have to pretend to not be insecure with the other things. And mm. I know that that's not completely living honestly, but but if you really do want that guy, uh, and that guy, and you do determine that he is an actual prize, which he might not be, like mm-hmm. you you might not even want a guy who's like that. But if he is the ultimate to you, the way to play it is to go, yeah, go go have your fun. Uh, but and then be the one that he comes to be the the cool fun house yeah. and eventually he's going to be disinterested in the house with the nerds disinterested in the house with the lollipops yeah. because you're the best house that he's ever found
0: yeah and and to him it's like yeah i'm not even i'm not even t- i'm not going to find i want to make sure that i make this my home before cuz maybe the the idea of this existing elsewhere is can't
1: happen. i've never even seen this
0: before yeah yeah i've never even seen this before this house has something that sucks on my nuts
1: yeah <laughs> that's, that's what I do with my ex. I remember uh, there was a girl that I was uh, I was seeing right at the time that I got together with her, and mm. she came to me. She took me down to Little Italy, and she took me out to eat, and she goes, listen, she goes, I think that there's something going on with you and this person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just to let you know, uh, you got a day. You got yeah. a day to decide if you want to keep doing that or if you want to be with me. And whatever happens in the past, it's a wash. We're mm-hmm. going to go forward. And I remember at that, like, Two seconds later, I was like, "You, I choose you." That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Because any other girl would have been like, "Who is I she? Had a situa- and what is this? And
0: uh, let me read the text." And I had a situation just like this, but it didn't go as well as that. I was hanging with this girl, and like, she saw something. She was like, "We're hanging out. We're hanging out, having fun." And I'm like, "You know, we're doing dates. Mm-hmm. This is a while back. Doing dates. We're hanging out. We're having a good time." Um, and then she's like. I just feel like one day I canceled something because I had like a show and I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I and she was like, I, listen, I wanted to talk stuff out with you, but I just feel weird in this and I'm just going to end it. Hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like, that's, that's fine, I guess. I go, I don't know. I go, I feel weird that I'm making you feel weird. And she was like, and I go, but I I kind of have the right to know what I – what made you feel this way? And she's like, I just don't, you know, can we just talk? Can we get together and talk about it? And I was like, well, I don't want to get together now. I want to, you can text me or call me and f- tell me what's up. I go, it's over now. Like, that's okay. If she's
1: telling you it's over, yeah.
0: It's over. I But I'm just like, I don't know what I did to make. I thought we were like getting to know each other better. And she was like, uh, and then we got to this point where we were going to see each other and like talk it out, and I was like, "I'm not doing that.
1: I don't want to fucking." You don't want to do about. an exit interview? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So then I and then she was like, "Well, I just saw things on social media, and I thought I could handle them, but I wasn't feeling right about them." And I was like, "If you had just said to me, like, over the course of getting to know each other, if you were like, kind of like, like, hey, what's the deal with this?" I would have been like, "Oh, here's the explanation, or I'll move away from that. Make the choice. I'll make the choice between keeping doing that." or moving on with you because that's really what it is anytime someone brings an issue up it's not that you scare someone away it's you're saying to them it's keep doing this thing that's annoying me mm-hmm. or lose me to do the annoying thing yeah I, that's not a scare away yeah, they're just making a decision they can either handle it or they can't yeah
1: and um but the mistake that a lot of people do is that they try to retrain the person they're like look uh you're the person yeah. for me and this is your behavior so i'm going to train you out of that behavior mm-hmm. and that never works because no. that creates resentments and um so i guess to this girl don't try to train this guy out of being a player uh either convince be him your own it, best house yeah either be yeah be your own best house uh, or just know that you're going to have an an open hookup situation where you get a lot of good sex. Yeah. Which I know that a lot of women say like, well, what did I get out of it? And guys always go, well, you got to have sex too. <laughs> and and to a lot of women, that means that like the guy came and you didn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, if, if, but if this guy's giving you good sex and you're also go, getting that, that's worth it. Go
0: use each other as a canvas to get to to do some rough drafts on. You could yes. have some fun times. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, keep some king size Snickers in the house. Why not? Yeah. Guys love that. Letting the weird out. Ooh, is that the subject? What up, TD Freed? Love the show. All right, enough of the bullshit to the question. I'd been talking to this girl for about a month, and things seemed to be going pretty well. Until we hung out one time, and I made a couple of probably stupid comments <laughs> about things I thought were funny. Oh, God. Not like fart or shit jokes, just observations about things we encountered through the day. They were met with some forced laughter, but she was cool about it. After the date, radio silence. I can't help but think I got a little too comfortable with this girl too soon. <laughs> oh, I like God. the thought that he was like working out bits over the course <laughs> of this date. Like he was like, so politics you know? that's like, <laughs> funny
1: but I, I feel like every guy has done this exact same thing like, oh of course like she you know how girls always say that thing like like yeah you know i'm interested in chicks and i want to have a three-way and florentine's got a whole thing about how like girls always say that but he's he's like i've never had that three-way <laughs> you know hey i've never once had the girl who wants to do a three-way in the beginning of a relationship have a three-way yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. and uh and like that, but when a girl tells you that, then like you're like, oh, how about that girl's ass? And then you can see it in her face. Like, no, I didn't, don't look at no, her. It ass just in got front too real.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, he writes, my question is, what point do you let your full personality show as opposed to the, k- k- the created version of yourself when you're first starting to talk to someone? P.S. I live in the Midwest. Where can I find your stand up outside of a live show? Well, I'll come to the Midwest. I'll be coming out there at some point. Get, just hold tight. I don't really put out that much, but we'll have a fun time and we'll figure it out. The
1: Midwest is a large area. It's a large area. He needs to be specific. I'll
0: find a way. where well, there's a will, there's a way. It's all going to happen. Don't worry about it. Um, what do you think? Um, I mean, the, the in terms of like your true,
1: your true, truest, mm-hmm. true, true self, never on a first date. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I don't go on a first date and just start letting farts rip and start, you know, tell you know. But I, I do think like what he's saying. I, don't, I, I I live by the motto, there's a butt for every seat. Yeah. Whatever he was saying, it, it can be possible that you don't connect with somebody. You, you know, whatever he was saying. I, I, and then there's also, like, dude, don't try and be more than yourself. Yes. You know, like, it sounds to me, with it's pretty vague, but, like, if you go on a date and you're like, you know, why don't you start thinking that your opinions aren't that great? You yeah. know, like I think us as stand-ups like you go on stage and you bomb. Mm-hmm. And we don't re- like I, you know, like you're going to bomb, dude. If you're coming in there with hot takes and she's like forcing laughter and she's saying, and you're not that can be a non-connection, but it can also be you being like trying to be something you're not. Be an extra. Yeah, be an extra. <laughs> you be an extra. Being a little extra. I I don't know, right? Don't, don't, like I you kind of see like, I don't know. When I go on dates, I am I try to be myself as much as possible with, like, the exception. Of, like, I'm not going to get into, like, crazy stuff, but I would never, like, say – Like, I hate the idea of, like, let the crazy out over time, and then you got them stuck. And it's like, no, why would you want to be stuck with someone? Yeah, I
1: mean, you're not going to – yeah, I mean, you're not going to um, – It's not not being yourself to not tell somebody, like, I have huge commitment in – you know, issues and insecurities. And, like, you know, my dad left our family when I was three, and so I'm going to be a little needy here and there. Um, (laughs) But, like, in terms of, like, little things, you don't want to lie. If a girl's like, oh, my God, I'm so into opera, you don't want to be like, yeah, I'm super into opera. Now you're at
0: the opera every week.
1: Yeah, when you're actually really into the Jets. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I I wouldn't ever lie on on a first date. Or if a girl's like, are you into opera? be like, no, but I'll go with you, if that's the truth. Um, But in terms of being... You know, being funny and being extra and and all those kinds of things. I mean, like it's humor is one way to connect with a girl. And girls always say, like, I want a guy with a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. But if you if your sense of humor isn't that great um, or if you're not a professional or uh, nobody's ever told you to be funny, like you don't have to be funny with her.
0: This is I totally agree with this. I I think a lot of people here's I'm glad we've moved towards this section I think you're totally right. And people always say to me, like, you know, I think the hardest part about me getting into comedy is, like, I was always like, I want to be funny for a crowd like I am with my friends. Mm -hmm. And that's very difficult to do because you've just met these people. So you're then I would say to people like and guys rate themselves based on personality because that's what we've been told. You got to bring it. You know, girls are attracted to personality. So we all want to be funny. It's like a best man speech. Best mm-hmm. man speech, every guy tries to be funny because they want to get fucked. <laughs> it's yeah. not because they want to do a good job. They want to have sex with their girlfriend that night. Who's want, they want their girlfriend to look at them and be like, you are hilarious. They want the girls that are single there, if they're single, to be like, such a funny speech. A, a maid of honor isn't as worried about being funny. Oh, yeah. Normally, they're pretty worried about letting everyone know why they're the number one friend.
1: If the maid of honor bombs her speech, there'll be a guy that's like, "Oh my god, she's sad. Get her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's vulnerable right it's now. <laughs> it,
0: yeah, and it's like we're so told that we have to be funny, but really, there's a very big difference between being funny and having a great personality. Correct. And listen, we do. We try to do it every night, and we bomb. And I have bombed. You. Bombed, I'm assuming every oh. comics bombed. Yeah, I've bombed this month. You know, it it, it, it happens, and it goes down. And you don't have to bomb with. If you're just bringing your great personality, that's being agreeable. That's yesing a girl and being like, "I totally hear that." Plus this. That's looking its own and laughing at their jokes. That's you know that's being a participant in the conversation. That's a good personality. It's not letting them know what you think about Trump. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I always told people, I'm like my friends. I go, I go there are friends of mine that I would be like, there's no way they would ever do stand-up, but I don't have a friend with a bad personality. Exactly, yeah. I mean, and you know, I would say that in terms of
1: strategy, if, if, a, guy, if a guy's listening who's having this problem out there, um, uh, I have two parts to what I'm about to say. Number one, girls are very impressed with the basics. Um, I had a girl tell me the other night, she's like, I went on a date with this guy. He was nice. He listened um, mm. he, he was polite to me and at the end of the day he said you know I really like you I want to go on another date mm. and she's like he was just forward and essentially like um, it's almost like in football like you know like the, the offense didn't do much but the or, or I guess I don't know. Basically, like you didn't make it. You won the game because you didn't make any mistakes. Yes, Anna? Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. Patriots
0: make zero mistakes. That's why they've been so good.
1: Yes. So you can win a date not by being spectacular, but just by being a guy that they're like, oh my god, I could bring
0: this guy around my friends, and yep. he wouldn't embarrass and me. And he was good. And it's a little, it's a confidence play. Yeah. You know what's confident? Laughing when you will laugh at someone else's jokes and like be on board with their conversations and have something to say about the things they are speaking about, not just to be like, well, here are my conversation starters I want to get into. Yeah. It, here,
1: it, here's a bit I do on dates. Like, yeah. Don't, don't be here's a bit I do on dates guy. Uh, listen to her. Uh, you know, kind of. I, I always call it like keying something up in your brain. Like, mm. like she's saying something, and then you had an idea of something really funny to say. Well, first of all, don't say it right in that minute. Yeah. And if the moment passes, don't don't go back and give say it, it up. Give it give it up. But just keep listening to her. And if there's a if there's a pause, like say that charming thing, or say that funny thing, or say whatever yeah. it is. Um, engage in your mind if it's over the top. But if you're reacting to her and you're making her laugh about her things, mm-hmm. she's gonna want to fuck you.
0: Boom. There it's, it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how you don't be extra on a date. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Pete Lee. At Pete Lee tweets on Twitter. At Pete underscore AF on Instagram. Let me do a couple of reads here Okay. for the listeners. Two things I'm going to talk about. we got a sponsor. Laughable. If, you have, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you like podcasts. So that means you should download the Laughable app. You can look up Pete Lee and see any podcast he's ever been on. You can look up me. I just went on Keith and the Girl. I just went on War Stories. I've been around the podcast horn a little bit. Um, hopefully, I, I mean, I'd like to get on more podcasts, but I'm out there. So if you're looking for extra places to listen, download the app, get into it. Two, guys, you know movement. They reinvented the watch business by selling direct to you. With over 1 million watches sold today. well, they did it again, except this time, sunglasses. They were tired of having to pay for cheaply made throwaway shades or overpriced designer shades, so they said, screw it, we'll make our own, starting at 70 bucks. Here's I'll tell you guys, listen, here. You need sunglasses summertime, wintertime, falltime, springtime, and you don't want to you're going to lose sunglasses. So you don't want to be getting the $150 pair. You and then you don't want to look they don't want to look cheap. You don't want to look like the guy with the the nose with the mustache underneath. You want the real good-looking glasses that fit your face. So they got so many different selections and styles and finding the perfect pair risk-free with with free shipping and free returns. So you're not risking money by getting a pair, trying it on, you like Send it back. They'll send you back for free... You know, get get the right one. So, movement sunglasses start at just $70 with the option to upgrade to Polarize. Those overpriced designer brands will run you upwards of $200. $200! Are you kidding me? They're screwing you! These are high-quality premium, uh, premium glasses that accentuate your face, make you look good, no cheap plastic. You gotta have them. You're sure to find a perfect pair. They got Aviator, Trendy, Round mirrored polarized oh her for him and her so here's the deal let me give you some money you're welcome here's the money I'm you giving, get a discount for them I'm giving you money oh. as a listener Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash jtrain. That's mvmt.com slash jtrain, mvmt.com slash jtrain. You know movement for how they revolutionized the wash industry. Now it's time to check out their sunglasses. Go to movement.com slash jtrain, mvmt.com slash jtrain. Join the movement. Here with Pete Lee. It's so fantastic to have you here, man.
1: Oh, my God. It's great to be here. That's, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go get my 15%. Get your 15% off. You know what women love? Accessories. When they see a guy who yep. has accessories, he's got nice shoes mm-hmm. or nice sunglasses, they're like, oh,
0: maybe mm-hmm. he also has a nice house. Oh, yeah. Ma- maybe I would like to go there. But it's also the thought. Yeah. The thought. We don't, you know, most guys, we don't think of shit. Oh, that guy, like, thinks to bring his sunglasses with him? Oh, he probably washes his balls, too. Yeah. He, that you know?
1: guy, if we, if I had a kid with him, he probably wouldn't forget the diapers. No, he'd get the diapers. He would totally get. the That's diaper. a
0: diaper buying guy. That guy, that guy would own a diaper genie. Family feud. I love a good family feud. Oh. J Train, I've been listening to the podcast for about a year now. Coming from a shitty D two school, about to take my victory lap. Your advice has been great, great for road trips, flights, and all that other stupid shit I do. Feather that seam of yours for me. Done. <laughs> I have this cousin who's basically like a brother to me. And then he writes in parentheses, he doesn't pull chicks like me. Sounds like you're doing great. It sounds like you're really nice to This him. guy must go to a shitty D3 school. <laughs> you, we grew up together, basically introduced him to every girl I meet. Over Christmas break, I was seeing these two girls. He was well aware of that situation. Girl one went home for, for the break. Girl two stayed in town. I spent more time with girl two until one girl girl one came back once girl one came back i spent more time with her because girl two told me she didn't do commitment sounds like a good situation for this this guy's getting double blowjobs
1: i would i would actually go with girl two and then go with all the others
0: yeah (laughs) that's what i would do well as time told both came with us what both came with us to our spring break adventure which we drove 18 hours in a car together he said i brought sand to the beach After spring break, girl two started seeing and dating this guy who no one knew. My cousin started to hang out with her as friends directly after this trip. I waited a week to tell him how uncool I thought it was because she left me for another guy. Um, He still hangs with her even though I told him I don't like it. He does his best to hide it from me, but there have been events in which I was originally invited. Then he uninvited because she was going to come. I'm Uh. over it because he says... Uh, he's got my back, but clearly he doesn't. I'm still hanging with girl one, so there's that. He uses excuses saying that we are blood and that he would never try and choose her over me. Yet it is clear. I'm more focused on my cousin in this situation. What does your Jewish wisdom recommend I do with him, even though I've told him many times how I feel? P.S. Over the fourth, I threw a party at my parents' cabin. He was very persistent in asking girl two to, uh, if girl two could come. Very persistent. Anyways, she didn't come because I had. I had to message her and tell her she wasn't invited in the first place. Wow.
1: I mean, I would say just, you know, very simply, (coughs) blood is thicker than lube, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Like, this... This girl isn't, she's not somebody who's going to be serious with this cousin who can't pull chicks. I love that. Um, <laughs> she, she's going to, if if she was toying with him the way that she was, you know, she was, she seems to pollinate. She's a bumblebee mm-hmm. and she's kind of pollinating with this cousin and she's not going to be a permanent fixture in his life. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I would say that my advice to this guy is I would just, you know, let your cousin have weird sex with this girl and it's not going to last very It doesn't even seem like longer. the cousin's
0: having sex with her. It seems like he's just a friend to her. Oh, but he really likes her, and he's probably, choosing The cousin her. probably likes this girl in some capacity. Okay. But the girl left, the girl left him for another guy. I got to say, I appreciate the listener. I appreciate him emailing in. But I'm kind of... I got to say he's wrong. He started with two girls where he's going back and forth between the two girls. He's got a cousin who's his buddy, who he grew up with, who's been like an older brother... The one girl, one of his girls leaves him for another guy and the cousin who formed a relationship with his girl, via him probably, in all his hooking up, is now like, hey, she's a friend. And this guy, it's one thing if you were serious with her and it was your girlfriend and you were in. But you played the game of, I'm going to fuck a bunch of girls at once. And you guys are going to treat your girlfriend, the girls you hook up with and the way you treat them. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't care enough to commit to her, why would he care enough to think about you becoming, uh, think that you would care about him becoming friends with her? Yeah. Do you, does that make any sense? That
1: makes total sense. Like, he, he was asking for, uh, he, he, want, he wants loyalty uh, from yeah. people where he wasn't giving them loyalty.
0: Yeah. He had no loyalty to the two girls, and he's gonna say, "Well, I'm loyal to my cousin. Those are the two girls." No, but you, you get you you get what you put out to the universe. You're putting out, and people, and this is called a reputation. Mm-hmm. So if you have a reputation for dating two girls at once, which you do because those are your actions, this guy is gonna treat you as someone who doesn't value loyalty. Yeah. And he's basically saying, you know, listen, you were hooking up. Anytime she come around, we kind of hit it off as friends. Uh, I'm going to keep being friends with her. And I feel like and it sounds like the cousin kind of likes her. Yeah, he's He's biding his time. He's biding his time, which let him do that. You didn't think enough of her. He thinks more than her of her than you did.
1: Yeah, and maybe she said that she doesn't do commitment because she's like, I'm not going to do commitment with a player,
0: with a guy who doesn't do commitment.
1: But she might do commitment with the cousin who yeah. seems like a solid guy.
0: But also, it's it's one of those things where she's like, I'm. People say I don't do commitment when they see it's kind of like a like a you're like you're playing chicken a little bit. It's like I'll do commitment if you do commitment. Like no one wants to be. Like, dra- no one wants to be in a, in a relationship the, where one person was, like, you know, put into this position of, like, one or the other, an ultimatum. Yeah. So, if she had said, if you said to her, oh, I want commitment, and then you're sitting there not being committed, she's not going to be like, like, why is she going to dive at you?
1: Yeah, there's no pride in that. She, no pride. She, yeah. I mean, so, I guess, yeah, if, she, if she's being... um if she you know she was kind of conforming to what that guy does and not wanting to be vulnerable with him, that's one thing. I, I guess that's up to the cousin to feel that out. For some reason, I just want to help this cousin out. Like
0: no, I want I, to help the cousin yeah. out instead of this. Well, guy. I, I feel for the cousin because <clears throat> this kid, this guy who wrote in, which like I appreciate you writing in, but I, I think my advice to you is like let's take a look in the mirror. Like if you're gonna be in a situation, listen, you get what you you're living in the world of fucking around. I'm not judging you for that. But you can't expect people to act above the play the way you're acting, yeah. And, and it's like you need to expect a little less and give a little more, give you and, and or fucking don't, and that's okay too. You go hook up with other people, but don't expect your like don't hold your cousin to this higher standard than you're holding yourself to.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a, this guy's essentially a cell a cell phone provider, right? Like, he gets people in these contracts that are one sided yeah. <laughs> to the provider. Yes, you know, and then and then when they pay the fifty bucks to change to another one, he's going like, "Hey, I didn't like that."
0: Yeah, you know? I, um, I, but but
1: it's you know it yeah you gotta you gotta understand that there are consequences. Every game has consequences. And, Absolutely. And, and,
0: well, that's the thing. If you want to play this one, it's like. You know that's the pl- you're playing. This is the f- you, you played in fire and got burned. You can't ask for ask us and ask us why to get burned. Yeah, you keep playing in the fucking fire. Yeah, I
1: want that. Yeah, if you go, um, I want the freedom to be in an open relationship or open situation without commitment. Mm. Uh, you have to understand that it's going to burn or it's going to hurt if you do start to care about somebody and they go and have sex with somebody else or mm. if they become close with somebody
0: else. But it's that's almost
1: a- worse if it's not sex and it's like, oh my God, they, they have feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was just some rando. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J podcast at gmail.com. Pete Lee at Pete Lee tweets. At Pete underscore AF on Instagram. Let's do... We have some news that we want to get to. Let's do one more email, then we'll go to news. I'm going to try and go to a short one.
1: This will end up being the longest one. We'll have the biggest discussion about it.
0: <laughs> Newly single post-grad in a big city. Ooh. Hey, J-Train. Been listening since the TFM podcast days, and I've loved your podcast now that I've graduated and started my first real job. Keep my work day flowing. So I just graduated in May and dated the same girl for three years. I got a great job in a new city and moved away. We tried long-distance thing, and basically she cut it off after a month. I'm not angry at her whatsoever, and this is probably for the best. So I'm newly single, and I'm living in downtown, living downtown in Chicago. I don't think I could get myself to hook up with people just yet, but I'm not really sure what to do. I also am not sure whether or not, whether I should worry about keeping good friendship with her or just cutting off communication. Both feel right and wrong for their own reasons. Basically, I'm single, still trying to recover, and not really sure what to do or feel uh, feel or do. Any advice? What do we think? I mean,
1: you know, uh, Dante Nero. He's given me a lot of advice, and I went through the he's scene. been on the podcast. Yep. Yeah, I went. He always says, "You, um, you need to be, you need to get your dick in five pussies, and you'll be like, who? <laughs> you know, like the the last girl, you'll be like, who? And uh, but my thing about that is that some guys aren't built for that. Yeah, I wasn't built for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I found it hard to go out and date. Um, and I uh, in like. I actually like, like, I remember trying to hook up with a girl and I actually just couldn't. Like, it was, it was almost like emotionally, my wires were so frayed and crossed that um, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. And um, like, I physically couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's embarrassing, you know, like, like my, like my brain was like, you got to hook up with this chick. And my dick was like, no, yeah, like a hundred percent no, you're, you're not ready for this. And, um, you know, and I'm not saying that that's the case for this guy, but, You know, you got to trust your emotions and trust your body and trust uh, trust how you're feeling. If you're saying you're not ready, don't let your buddies go
0: like, dude, you got to get on Tinder. You just made me think of I think it's going to be some of my favorite advice I've ever given Mm -hmm. because I'm going to give some some pearls right now. I'm ready because I I, because this podcast is really about actionables. We it's it's I'm it's empathizing. And then what can we do? And Mm -hmm. my buddy always tells me he's like, you give uh, sitcom advice. (laughs) He's like, it always feels like it's like 30 degrees of how it should be, 30 degrees off of the easiest solution, but it would work, you know? (laughs) And this is kind of sitcom advice, I think. And I think, because let's get wacky. Okay. A lot of people write in with a similar predicament. And I say the same thing, you know, a lot of the time it's like, you know, I think he should cut off communication. I don't think it helps to, I don't think there's anything more to talk about. I think right now his his mental state where he's like we're cool it's for the best that's the best mental state you can be in the more you talk the more there's gonna be the why the fuck does she keep talking to me why is you're gonna ask questions live naive that's a fun way to live dumb people feel better than smart people you don't need to know more so go and just say to her hey listen next time she texts or call just be like I need some time um, I'm gonna I, it's not that I hate you or don't like you I just I think we should take some time from talking. That's an okay thing to do because you're going to come back to each other and be cool.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not
0: saying you're not going to be cool. I'm just saying you need to start filling your text inbox with other people to make you feel not lonely. Because uh-huh. you, a lot of times you're getting texts just to not feel lonely. And mm-hmm. that stinks, but it's the truth. If you're just recently out of a relationship and you're in this similar position where you're like, I don't know how to get out there. I don't know what to do. The best dudes at bars with girls – are guys with girlfriends. <laughs> they always crush it because they don't want to hook up. They don't even see the idea of hooking up. It doesn't even cross their mind because they're going home to their girlfriend.
1: They don't care, and it's attractive.
0: It's attractive. They don't care. They're confident. So what I'm saying to this guy and anyone that's recently out of a breakup, in your mind, stop talking to the girl, and in your mind, you're still in a relationship. Ah. You're not allowed to hook up. Do it for a month and go out with your buddies. Go out with guys. Go out with guys. Because guys want to be with girls. Mm-hmm. So you go out with guys and you let them be the, you know, be the, the the pilot fish that are going out and trying to talk to girls. And you hang out with your buddies and they will talk to girls, and then you, in your mind, are like, I'm in a relationship. I can't hook up. Try to have that mindset. And you're going to talk to these girls. And that all that does is get you reps with talking to new people. And you just go in there. You're not hooking up. You will not allow yourself to hook up. Just give a month of that. Because I hear where he's coming from. It's that I'm not ready. I don't know what to do. I don't even want to know what to do. But you have to go live. So go out with your friends and say to yourself, I'm not going to hook up with tonight. But what you're going to find is someone's going to come to you and be like, let me get your number. And be like, I can't do that. I have just say, I have a girlfriend. I can't give out my number. Or you say, I have a girlfriend. Here's my number, but I I, I really can't go yeah, out. Yeah. And, and live in that reality for like a month. And that's like the training wheels. Yeah, I like that idea.
1: But I mean, if he does the asterisk to that would be that if he does meet somebody within that he might find that he's like I'm not ready I'm not ready and then he's out with his buddies and he's being yeah. the wingman with this one girl that that he's like oh god I actually think I would like to hook up with that's her that's part
0: of this advice too yeah it's the beginning of the night you're in a relationship mhm and it's okay to end the night in a relationship or it's okay to break up with your fake girlfriend and go fuck some chick <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and, but I'm saying if you go into the night with a girlfriend mm-hmm. in your mind or a boyfriend or a boyfriend or a boyfriend, um, if you go in your into the night being like not hooking up, just having fun with friends, and then you at some point you're talking to a girl and you're like, holy shit, be like, hey, I'm gonna to go to the bathroom and have a fake breakup with your fake girlfriend, that's that's amazing, and then advice. come on up.
1: Because I, when I was I, I was single for a period of time, uh, you know, from this December through May, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I found myself being like, all right, uh, this is the girl that I'm going to hook up with. I'm going to finally hook up, and I would start to get nervous, almost mm-hmm. like like job interview, uh, audition, callback, nervous. Yeah, and I've never been nervous talking to girls, you know, but I've also been in a relationship, so I've I've not, like you said, I've not given a fuck. Yeah, and um. And I was like girlfriend
0: confidence. I called. Yeah, I
1: was like, "What is this even? Why am I getting nervous while talking to these girls?" And um, yeah, it w- and I saw it. I saw it being a turnoff. Yeah, to women. And I, for the first time in my life, I went, "God, am I bad with women? What, yeah. what is even going on?" And uh, yeah, now um, now I'm back with my girlfriend, and uh, and girls talk to me, and like they flirt up a storm, and they they see that I couldn't care. Yeah, because I don't want. I don't want to be it's with confidence.
0: Them. Yeah. JTrainPodcast at GMA.com JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Pete Lee, thank you so much for coming on
1: Thank you for having me So
0: fantastic At Pete Lee tweets on Twitter At Pete underscore AF on Instagram Go check them out Google Tonight Show Pete Lee You're going to love it, I promise you We'll be right back with some news We'll be right back Hey guys, welcome back, Pete. Thank you for answering the emails. Oh, I love it. Fantastic. So good to have you. Okay, Pete, Pete Lee. Shelby, Classic Shelb. What's up? At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat.
2: It's going big. Going
0: big, right? Oh, yeah. People love you on Snap, huh?
2: Can't get enough of it.
0: Can't get <laughs> enough of it. I'm getting a lot of messages that you're killing it. People are enjoying classic show they say Get, it's
2: classic getting those two.
0: Oh, good okay you seem confident <laughs> i love that uh, yeah uh well let's do some news
2: so have you heard of the social media star jake paul
0: i'm not familiar with jake paul do you know this
1: guy no uh, i feel like my nieces would go crazy if we even said his name okay well,
0: who is this guy and what's his deal
2: he's a 20 year old guy he got famous on vine He started a YouTube channel. Apparently, he was on Disney, Instagram, just doing all kinds of crazy shit. And he rents this like million dollar house in LA, and his neighbors hate him.
0: I just looked him up on Twitter. The guy is factually gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Like, it's just a fact. It's a fact. No girl, if a girl's like, I'm not into him, she's lying to him, to herself. Um, Jake Paul? I couldn't hate him more. Oh, yeah. Based on his Twitter picture. Um, also, his picture it's him with a hat that says young and brave. Awful. Awful. <laughs>
1: like, like he's a 9 11 first responder yeah. just for being hot. <laughs> what
0: an <laughs> asshole.
2: His neighbors hate him. Like he gives his address out to all his fans, so they come over. He's like, Dirk on Disney Channel. He just got fired from Disney Channel.
0: He got fired. So, I mean, I good.
2: Some, I have some audio if you like to hear it. Yeah, let's hear the audio. Here's where the news cameras came after he set a fire in his backyard. So he's a
0: Vine guy yeah. who got big on Vine, and then they were like, Disney was like, here's who the kids like. We're going to hire him for a show. Yeah. Please. And now he has a lot of money, and he's 20, and he's doing shit in his house, and they hate him, and this is the. Are we live. Hablamos español también. Oh, bien, te amo
2: mucho. He's climbing on top Jake, of the news car. Look at,
1: I wouldn't crawl up there. Okay. Who's I
0: saying I wouldn't do that? that? The news guy. Yeah, it sounds like an You're adult. No. What, what a nerdy they adult. Stop it. I wouldn't do that. It. Hey, I hey, he did a real dad voice. Hey, I wouldn't do that. Son. I wouldn't do that, son. Yeah, you wouldn't because you're 40 and you have a 401k. <laughs> yeah, I... Jake Jake Young <laughs> doesn't give a shit.
1: Jacob, come on now. Yeah,
0: come on now, Jacob. <laughs> I'm telling you
1: not to do that, and I'm also using my news voice.
0: News. Vo- <laughs> he's news voicing dad.
1: He doesn't appear to be listening.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, He's. A, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. You don't have a million <laughs> Vine followers. <laughs> That's the difference. Okay, keep playing. You're
1: going to die just like the platform Vine. (laughs) Living hell out here. Uh, It's like a circus. Yeah, it is. Uh, All the uh, fans. I mean, but people like going to circuses, right? What do you say to the neighbors, though, that are upset? Uh, They're really upset. No, I I honestly... can't beat them, join them.
0: No, I'm honestly... Yeah, it's terrible. It's a bad situation. No, I feel bad for them, for sure. Uh, There's nothing we could do, though. The Jake Paulers are the strongest army out there. Dab. I (sighs) have one question.
1: He's right. There's nothing he could do. There's, there's Other than not tweet his address out. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's nothing he could do. I, I mean, obviously, I, these people listen to anything that he has to say and do what he says. So I, there's nothing he could do. He
0: couldn't tell him, like, hey, let's take the party elsewhere. Or, hey. It's so funny that it's like he talks like a cool kid would talk, like, like someone that you hate. that would be like, yeah, man, nothing you can do. I just, you know... My dick does what it does, man. <laughs> what the f- fans just do what they do. The Jake Paulers are stronger than ever.
2: I forgot to mention he also has a bunch of like
0: sort of entourage of other Instagram stars. Yeah, they all team up and they what they do is they've realized they're like a disease. They realize if they band together, they can share followers. Uh. And so they've, they're they really good at get getting up there in numbers because what they do is they'll, they'll find one that'll be like a king... A king douche, and then they'll lob onto them and get more followers by being attached to the orca douche while they keep growing in size until they can become their own orca douche with their own... Pilot douche, like all you know, feeder feeder douches,
1: and does, I it's mean, really
0: an ecosystem of them.
1: Do they have talent, or are they just good looking and charismatic, or what? What it is-
0: seems a lot of times that they're pretty. I mean, they're all good looking or obese. It's one or the other. You uh-huh. know, it's like you can either be good to look at or fun to look at, and that's what an Instagrammer, Vine person is. And are these
1: followers real? I mean, are these real people
0: I don't know i I guess they are but they're young like if you like and and this is kind of the issue is his money you can't really blame him because his money is made out of getting people to like look at him uh-huh you
2: know they get paid a ton for like the sponsored instagram posts okay.
0: yeah but I'm saying like yeah. you know for him what's the incentive if i if I give out my address I'm gonna get more followers and get more money. So fuck my neighbors. I'll move to a nicer neighborhood. That's his, his thing. But you know, he doesn't say it in those plain terms. He'll never say like, yeah, I'm making a lot of money and this will make me more money. What he says is the Jake Paulers, you know, man, they just, you know, I'm just, I'm blessed to have these people that care so much. It's like, dude, you don't believe that you just like that. You're getting fucking, you know, big news right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, here's my thing about this is that like, and not that I'm siding with him, but like, why would this guy have any empathy? Because you can't have empathy unless you've gone through tragedy. Yeah, and I don't know his life, but, <laughs> but I'm assuming that this guy's and good-looking gorgeous. And, and his brain is going like. Like I'm good looking and people like me and I have millions of followers and I go on Instagram and and people pay me so much money just for being me and so why would this guy have any empathy?
0: Yeah, there's no reason. There's no and and everyone kind of says like, well, what is it going to become? Who cares? He doesn't. He's not thinking that way. He's 20. Mm -hmm. He could when he's 30, he could be in finance. He could literally take his money. He could he could become 22. Say, eh. I'm going to take my 10 mil and I'm going to disappear. I'm going to turn off all my accounts. I don't think that's going to happen. A lot of these people will get addicted to the th- the th- fame. But he could very well be like, I'm going to take the money and invest it in a nice, you know, a nice, uh, you know, in a small startup that does well. And he'll end up being, you know, rich behind You know, like, I hate the idea of like, well, it's going to come back and get. No, he's got the money. He's going to be fine.
1: I mean, I, I you know, I don't ever like to wish people poorly but yeah, I, love I wish that. him the worst you're, you're giving the you're actually giving the best <laughs> case scenario that he's going to
0: invest the money and, and be really smart about it it's I, actually a realistic scenario it's more realistic to me than well he's gonna get a drug problem and fucking die and it's like nah i don't <laughs> know man i think what's probably gonna happen is he's gonna realize he's human just like all of us were all of us are looking at it going yeah i was pretty dumb when i was 20. he's just dumb in 20 with money
1: yeah i Maybe I, I feel like to be one of these people you have to have more of a business sense than maybe a child star. So um, you know people are saying that that these guys are going to follow the model of a child star. They're going to get fame. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get money. They're going to get a drug problem. They're going to spiral down into nothing and hit a bottom and die. And uh, but yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe you have to have. That's such, just
0: because we'll, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. But
1: I mean, yeah, maybe this guy will. Maybe these kind these types of people because to. To, pr- I mean, to create millions of dollars off of nothing. Yeah, they, uh, there's you have a talent. To, you have to have a cunning business. Sense. Yes. So maybe they would invest it. They would be fine forever, and then die. They're and gonna be, die eventually. Yeah. They'll <laughs>
0: die, hopefully sooner than later, but maybe later. And um, but no
1: matter what, they'll die of old age. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No matter what. So take solace in that. But like also, you don't see a lot of good-looking homeless people. Yeah. So you know, this dude getting whatever he got. You know, just like a hot, you know, people give hot chicks shit. (laughs) Hot dudes, same thing. You know, he's not living in a reality. I'm
1: imagining our friends be like, "Oh my god, I'm dating this homeless guy." He's like, (laughs) he is gorgeous, gorgeous.
0: That guy can't lose. You look like that. It's you know, you're at least gonna get a good job. Yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm jealous of this guy.
0: I'll say. Of course, we're all. I mean. It'd be, you wouldn't be human if you weren't jealous of this guy. This guy could go up and do
1: stand-up comedy and be terrible at comedy, mm. and everybody would be like, oh
0: my God, he's so great. I know. We, I mean, we see this a lot <laughs> so in our world. We see the guy that gets success off of one thing and then is like, stand-up? Sure. I'll try that. Yeah, because they have ultra confidence because they never fail, but then they can bring an audience out who will laugh at whatever the fuck they say. Uh-huh. Let's do one more story. Well, you like Ice Cube, the rapper? Yeah. Well, I'm okay
1: with Cube. I mean I I really was in an NWA. I know I was their demographic.
0: Yeah, they were um, looking for
1: you. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I I really I loved Ice Cube. I mean, I I know all the words to oh, really? America's Most Wanted, like like that whole album. I I was a huge fan. And then now it's funny because he's doing sort of PG-13
0: content. Yeah. And um and telling us whether or not people can use the n-word and teaching us about the n-word on <laughs> bill maher yeah it's kind of weird yeah even though he he i mean he's right but it's like ice cube is yep. our guest of the week on this what did he do
2: he's done teaching the n-word for now okay but he sang take me out to the ball game at the cubs game
0: oh let's hear how he did he's a, he's a musician so let's check it out right, hello me-
1: Like a
0: he's come a long way since fuck the police yeah <laughs> he's no jake paul but, he's no uh, jake paul but i mean that was pretty good he's
2: getting savage for it though
0: why what are what are people saying
2: Guess he's not harmonious.
1: I don't know.
0: Oh come on! <laughs> There's someone on Twitter being like he didn't sing it right.
1: That's that every every single person who does that during Cubs games is horrible.
0: Yeah, but it's also Cubs games are. I've had the most fun I've had in my life at Cubs games.
1: Me too. And you're. I mean, you're bare. You're. You get so drunk at those things. So ways it's, it's the s-
0: best drinking scene. Out of any sporting event is a Cubs game. The
1: fact that he was saying words and enunciating them and he made it through the whole
0: song is a miracle. (laughs) Going to a Cubs game. (laughs) I mean, it's. I go to that state. I mean, I've been there and, like, don't remember leaving.
1: Yeah, like, that song isn't just a song. It's like a DUI test. (laughs) It's
0: it's a roadside DUI test,
1: and if you can make it through the the alphabet backwards, essentially, you pass.
0: But it's also like, like, who are these losers that are sitting at home like, the sanctity of the (laughs) game, of the Cubs take me out to the ball? Come on. Get over yourselves. I
1: really, uh, I go to the game uh, not for the baseball, but for the music. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're going like, oh, that organ is off too. It,
0: it's one of those things that people direct their ire at what's like the easiest to direct it at, and it's like it's like, you know, I mean, this is quite a jump, but like, <laughs> we want to direct things at things that we can yell about and don't have to do anything about. So, like, the real issue with that game is that there's very drunk people at Cubs games that are, like, literally, like, around kids, and it's awful, okay? (laughs) And I've been one of those drunk people. I'm not saying that they're, like, like, that I'm above it. I'm just saying if you want to talk about a real issue at Cubs games, don't tell me about how Ice Cube sang Take Me Out of the Ballgame. Talk to me about the little kid that watched a guy puke on another guy because he had too many— you know of the lights whatever their beer is that they only serve at that stadium yeah i and it's like it's one of those things that like people are like men make more than women like that that statistic which is so flawed um how about we how about but the the easy thing is to say there's a pay gap and then you get your laughs on stage and it's an easy joke it's an easy punchline way harder to say why aren't there any women going into engineering yeah <laughs> you know like you have to fix A huge issue to get that, you know, like women go to jobs that don't pay as well as men as jobs that men go into. Yeah, that's a much harder thing to do is to go to grade schools and be like, hey, ladies, I want you all to play with erector sets.
1: Yeah, so you're saying there there are systemic issues at the ballpark, and this person's choosing to focus on Ice Cube singing.
0: Ice Cube singing. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I I do the same. I'm just saying, like, let's let's fucking check ourselves a little bit before you come after Ice Cube for something stupid
1: it's not like he's in the recording studio and you know and like he has uh you know like pharrell williams is his is his producer and he's <laughs> trying to lay down a sick track for yeah. taking me out to the ball game like he's it's drunk insane. at a scene i don't know that he's drunk but like but yeah i mean i i've been i've been at wrigley field before yeah and i've said this sentence out of my mouth i'm sorry i just spilled beer on your baby <laughs> Like, I've said that before <laughs> as a human being. And then the, per- the dad. And I'm
0: not even surprised you had to say that.
1: Yeah. And the dad who is like, it's not a problem. Yeah.
0: You know? Baby loves it.
1: Yeah. Baby's got to learn somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that That guy's going to be bragging to his friends, like, you know, when that kid's 21, like, I had him at the stadium. This kid was getting beer spilled on him. Yeah. That's why he's graduating from Northwestern. <laughs> you know? Like, it's so true. But yeah, you, I mean, it, that's not. I. I we're trying what, to
0: create better people on this podcast. What a great! I'm trying to get better. What a great time that we live in. That
1: there's so that people can get upset about that. It's it's like Louis C.K.'s bit. Luxury issues, you know. <laughs> like, what is easy? The Louis C.K.'s bit is uh, everything's great, but nobody's happy. Yeah, you know, like we have cell phones, we can fly through the sky. We we have. Oh, all I that remember stuff. that bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's kind of like that. You know, um, just yeah, be grateful that we live in a place where.
0: And also, let's not report on these things. That's like that's what bothers me more is that, the, you know, the fake news thing. It's not that there's fake news. It's that we're reporting on things to get a click. And I'm going to click on Ice Cube sucks at singing before I'm going to click on uh, what are the whether the job unemployment rate went up or down. Oh, you know, we- like the, what am I going to click on? And they know what I eat online, and they're going to keep serving it to me. So it's we have to be better consumers.
1: Yeah, I the other day I saw um, I was at the bottom of an article and there were all these different art links mm. there and one was like like basically like a, an article for dummies about Syria like like yeah. the, the easiest way to understand Syria <laughs> and then um, it was like like which one of these celebrities is dead
0: <laughs> like I'm the, on the dead one it was like a celebrity no that question. you didn't
1: know were dead yeah and uh, and I yeah I clicked right there and I was like ah yeah which, fuck which, Syria which one's dead <laughs> <Like, laughs> whatever. Happened- like, I would care so much about Syria. Yeah. If, Is like, Steve
0: Urkel still alive? Yeah. You know, like, that's what you want to know.
1: Did a Kardashian die
0: in yeah. Syria? I'd be like, I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Play at CNN. Pete Lee, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. So much fun. OKP. At Pete Lee. At Pete Lee tweets on Twitter. At P underscore AF on Instagram. Go check out his Tonight Show set. Google Tonight Show, Pete Lee. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on all platforms. I'm Jared Frey, JTrain56 on everything except Instagram, at Jared Free. We'll be back next episode. Boom.
2: This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.